Yes. So we're very excited to be introducing our speaker for today. He is Reverend Aaron Anand, who is also our HTBB Youth Pastor. He heads up the 5pm service and he will be heading up the Coaching Church plan soon. Yeah, so he will be speaking today on anxiety. So let's mm. lean in to God's Word right now. Hello everyone, my name is Aaron. I'm one of the pastors here at HTBB. Today, I'm going to speak on anxiety. Actually, I'm feeling a little bit anxious about it. So let's jump into it together. Psalms 139. You have searched me, Lord, and know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for the darkness is as light to you. For you created my inmost being. You need me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. For when I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body and all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, God. How vast is the sum of them all. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I'm still with you. If only you, God, would slay the wicked. Away from me, you who are bloodthirsty. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversary misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, Lord, and abhor, and abhor those who are in rebellion against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me, and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Lead me in the way everlasting. My one point message today is breathe and lean on Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for your word today, Lord. We ask Jesus, would you speak to us? We are listening. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. A few years ago, a group of us decided to do an outdoor activity. Now, I wasn't much of a planner, so I let the group did the planning on this outing. And on this Saturday morning, I arrived at this place called Skytrax. It's like a series of flying fox on tall trees. So the way you do this is that you climb up the trees, which is like this steep step, like nailed to the tree. And then you hook your pulleys on the rope and you swing like Tarzan to another tree, flying fox. 
Then you do it again and again. It looks so much fun and I was really excited for it. So once we went through this briefing, they made us practice on ground zero. So you learn how to hook and unhook yourself and then off we go. So my friend, my group of friends chose this medium level one to go to. It's actually quite high up the trees. Now, as we started our first climb and reached the first flying station, I actually noticed there was no instructor around to check whether our hooks were on properly before we flew. At this point, my anxiety just went off the roof. Now, one of my friends then started flying to this other tree. One by one was going and I was freaking out. But I didn't tell anyone. I tried to play it cool. So I kept telling my friends, no, no, no. I want to make sure everyone like arrives safely. And so please go ahead. Actually, I just wanted to test out whether it was like safe and it was functioning. And then there was me, the final guy. And I realized, actually, there's no one behind me to check whether I'm putting this on correctly or not. And my anxiety just shot through my body and I was like shivering. I said a long prayer before I swung myself. I arrived safely, thank God. And then the next station was then this huge climb, this steep climb up this tree. And I could see people like flying from one tree to the others. And my hands was just like shivering. The next 40 minutes was me bonding with my friends over multiple episodes of anxiety attacks and jittery hands. That was the first and last time I visited Skytrax. I remember a friend of mine uh, not too long ago was celebrating his birthday. And we all booked a time together and nearing his birthday, his wife shared that we'll be going to Skytrax. Immediately, I put in a text group. I said, sorry, I double booked myself. Bye. Now, according to the associate, uh, according to the Anxiety and Depression Association of America, they say that stress is a response to a threat in a situation. Anxiety is a reaction to that stress. Anxiety is fear of what might happen in the future. Now, the kind of anxiety I shared in my story isn't quite the anxiety that a lot of us experience. Some of us are anxious about our job. Some are anxious about COVID. Some are anxious about finances, deadlines, big decisions coming up ahead, project or task management, relationship. A big one is uncertainty. I need to control what the future holds. Without control or predictability, my anxiety flares up. There's too many scenarios that plays out in my mind. I can't control my thoughts. It's making me anxious. So what do we do with our anxieties? In verse 23, David writes, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Now, for David, he doesn't want to battle with his anxiety alone. It's worth noting that this psalm wasn't written with anxiety in mind, but it was a psalm written possibly by an anxious person, David. The Hebrew word for anxiety is sarapim. It's only mentioned twice in the whole of the Old Testament. It appeared previously in Psalms 93 verse 19, where the psalmist writes, When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. For the psalmist, the healing agent was the Lord's consolation or comfort. And the helpful outcome was joy. Can I propose that one direction to walk towards to in times 
of anxiety is joy. But I think there's a more wholesome destination to walk towards to when experiencing anxiety. Let's read verse 23 again. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. The way everlasting. The way of everlasting. There's so much to unpack in this idea of the way everlasting. But I'm going to summarize to this. The way everlasting is the way of Jesus. It begins with a relationship with God that sets us on this path. It's a path that is full of joy, love, and peace. Charles Spurgeon, a well-known Baptist preacher from the 1800s, said this. He said, The way of faith in God and of a life that flows out of a faith in God, the way indeed which Jesus trod, the way which we tread when we follow in Jesus' footstep, it's the way everlasting. It's the way everlasting. So really, the beginning of the way everlasting is when we receive Jesus into our heart, begin a relationship with Him, and following the way of life that He has invited us into. And this way of life, we get to experience the fullness of joy, peace, love, because of the presence of Jesus. So to summarize, in our anxiety and anxiousness, the aim is to receive consolation and comfort from the Lord and walk forward in the way everlasting. In today's talk, I want to present two truths or words of comfort to hold to in anxious moment. The first one is, He knows everything within us. In uh, verse 1, it says that, You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit, you know when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is even on my tongue, Lord, you know it completely. I want you to breathe in this truth that the Lord knows all the anxieties that are within you. He knows what is making you anxious. He knows the burdens on your shoulder that is causing you to be anxious. He knows about the deadline that you have to meet. He knows about the amount of savings in your account. He knows about the warning letter that you have received. He knows about your motherly and fatherly heart that is causing you to be anxious for your family or kids. Breathe at this truth that the Lord has searched your heart and He knows it all. Recently, I've been feeling a bit anxious myself about many things. And uh, it started to bother my sleep. I would wake up at night just anxious about an unfinished task and the impossible projects and deadlines that is ahead. And when it went a little too long, I started speaking to a friend of mine. I was trying to explain what was going on. He didn't quite get it. And so he started asking a few more questions. And I was struggling to pinpoint the root of it all. After some time, he said, oh, perhaps you're feeling anxious because of so-and-so. And I was like, in that moment, like, yes, I just felt, you know, the moment he mentioned that, like, I could finally breathe because someone understands me and I roughly know what I'm going through. You see, we have a God who knows it all before a word is on our tongue. And I like to propose this. He knows our anxieties better than anyone else could ever know and better than we could ever know. Why do I say that? See, in verse 3, it says, You discern my going out 
and my lying down, and you are familiar with all my ways. There's two things to note here. First, it's a metaphor. See, the sentence, my going out and lying down, it's a metaphor for everything that I'm about. The second thing to note here is the word discern. The Hebrew word for discern is the word zara, in which we get this agricultural term used in winnowing. See, when a chaff is used to be separated from the grain, it is sifted. That process is known as a winnowing. So to say that the Lord discerned is uh, the metaphor of my going out and lying down is to say that He has sifted all that I'm about. He knows everything that's within us. He can separate the surface, the chaff, and see us, the grain, for what we are and who we truly are. He knows everything within us. He knows the root of our anxiousness and He knows it way better than us. So breathe and lean on Jesus. The Lord is near and here with you. That's the first truth. The second truth to hold on to in times of anxiety or anxious moments is that He knows everything that is ahead of us. See, verse 15, it says, My frame was not hidden from you, when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your books before one of them came to become. Before we were born, God knows how our life is going to play out. In our walk towards the way of everlasting, the way everlasting, He knows how it's going to play out. Maybe the idea of peace or joy seems so far away from you. God wants to lead you there. He knows how to get there despite of the things that are keeping and making you anxious. There's a story in the Bible about the children of Israel crossing the Red Sea. Here's a bit of background. Uh, the children of Israel, the Israelites, were enslaved in Egypt for 430 years. So God then raised Moses to go to the king of Egypt and ask him to release the Israelites. After many attempts, the Egyptian king, Pharaoh, finally gave in and said, okay, so about, this is a rough estimate, about 2 million Israelites started heading out of Egypt. You can find this story in the story of, uh, in the book of Exodus. Exodus, they are leaving Egypt out. And, uh, and then as they were heading out towards Egypt, they landed on this desert. They camped there for, about, uh, for a while. It's nearby uh, the Red Sea. Suddenly, Pharaoh changed his mind and he started sending his army in chariots to go after the Israelites and stop them. When the Israelites saw them coming in the chariots, they were like, GG. The Bible, the Bible said like they were terrified. They were afraid and anxious on what is to become of them. And so they told Moses, why have you done this to us? If only you would have left us in Egypt, we wouldn't die in the desert here today. So here they are, seeing the army, the Pharaoh's army, the Egyptian army, chasing them down. And on this side is the Red Sea. They are stuck. And Moses encouraged them to be still. And he said, God knows this is going to, how this is going to play out. Be still and know that He is Lord. Be still and see the Lord deliver you. 
Then the Lord instructed Moses to go ahead in this Red Sea, stretch out his staff. And when Moses did that, the Red Sea divided. The children of Israel walked through and so did Pharaoh's army as well. As soon as the Israelites crossed over the other side, the Red Sea closed and all the Egyptian army drowned. Now, maybe you're feeling anxious here today and you feel a bit stuck. There's like no way out. God knows everything that is ahead of us. Lean on Him and He will lead you to your breakthrough towards the way of everlasting. Let Him lead you. Breathe and lean on Jesus. He knows everything that's ahead of us. I want to propose a couple of practical steps on how to breathe and lean on Jesus. These practical steps are really a way to make space for God to comfort and lead us. The first one is pause in Scripture. Pausing and silence is actually a spiritual discipline. And we could all use this in a fast-moving world. When the children of Israel were stuck between the Red Sea and the chariots chasing after them, God says, be still. Moses comforted them and said, be still. Know that the Lord will deliver you. Or one helpful way to do uh, this is there's an app called Lectio 365. It's a, great help, uh, it's a great app that helps us to pause at the truth of who God is with some breathing practices. So consider downloading that out and make space in your life to just pause at the truth of who God is. Second practical, practical step is sum it out. Research shows that journaling helps one to cope with anxiety. Writing it out and turning them into prayer and song was actually a practice of David. And that's where we get most of the Psalms in the Bible. A friend of mine recently told me that he started a WhatsApp group with God. A WhatsApp group titled God. And he would often write in there as a form of communication to God. Journal it down, write it down. Third one is pray and act. Just like the children of Israel, noted in the book of Exodus that they cried out to the Lord. The Lord came to their comfort. And Moses gave this word of comfort. He says, be still. Know that the Lord would deliver you. And then the Lord spoke and asked them to walk towards uh, the Red Sea and how to divide it. And similarly for us, I may not know exactly what you're going through, what is making you anxious. But just know that today, you can invite the Lord to comfort you and you can ask Him to lead you in your next step ahead. Now, one thing that's interesting about this psalm is that it starts, David starts this psalm by saying, you have searched me, O Lord, and you know me. But then he ends this psalm by saying, Search me, God, and know my heart. Wait a minute. Didn't, didn't he say like, the Lord has searched me and known me? Why did he then say, Search me, God, and know my heart? You see, there's one thing about knowing the truth of God. But I think even more today, God wants us to invite Him into our lives. God knows everything that's inside of us, but he does, God is a gentle God. He wouldn't invade your life and circumstances if you do not want Him to. And so it's a daily 
and constant invitation. David says, search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Maybe this is a prayer that you could use with today. And this is where we're going to end our talk today. So why don't we just say that simple prayer of just inviting the Lord by His Holy Spirit. Wherever you are, if you're comfortable, you can just open up your hands like this, just in a way of just inviting the Lord. And you can say this prayer. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, would you search our hearts today? Lord, would you search and test our anxious thoughts? Yeah, just in the Psalms that we read earlier, in the invitation of uh, David, um, as he prayed the Psalms, he said, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thought. See if there's any offensive way in me. Maybe during this time that you feel that there's something between you and the Lord that you feel that you need to repent of, that you need to ask for forgiveness, why don't you take this moment to just bring it before Him and ask for His forgiveness? As I was preparing this, I had this image of a clock. It uh, might trigger someone here, maybe you're th uh, there's a deadline that's ahead of you. Uh, there's this pressure that's coming on you that you need to come through for certain things and it's making you anxious. Or maybe just at the thought of just looking at time just makes you anxious uh, all the time. And the sense is the Lord wants to comfort you. He wants to bring peace and joy. And peace and joy is not impossible. It's not based on our circumstances. It's based on the presence of Jesus. So I'm just going to pray that uh, over you, Lord. We just say, come Holy Spirit, Lord, would you comfort those who are anxious in this time? God, would you lead them in the way everlasting, a way that is filled with peace, a way that is filled with joy and love. And so we invite your presence as we worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.